Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android... Whoa! <coughs> Lightning! <coughs> Smoke! <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read! Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho Good man, times! Ra- Macho Man Randy Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah, love to read. Talking about reading. Yeah, got a book right here. Uh-huh. Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. There's a lot of slashes in there. I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I don't have to pick up a book no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy. Yeah, because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers. Uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man, uh-huh. Huh, no. So you're telling me that I gotta pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audiobook? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. That's free, and then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. Aha, uh-huh, the show is free. I like it. Aha. Uh-huh. You know what, Macho Man Randy Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narvin. I'm Steve Sears. We're not wearing headphones. Not today. No, sir. Freedom. Freedom. Sweet head freedom. Oh, you know why? Because we're... Right. No, you first. Are you second? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, we're comedians who work and live in Los Angeles and Hollywood. And we're so pumped because we just got back from the Royal Rumble. We did several days ago. Yeah, several days ago. And both of those things make microphones explode off of your head. It's you like sick. I did. I got, I got real sick. You got ill immediately after the Royal Rumble. Um, after the Royal Rumble? Before the Royal Rumble. Were you? Yeah, I got sick the night before the Royal Rumble, and then I managed to you know soldier why? on through the Royal Rumble. You know why you got sick the night before the Royal Rumble? Because we went to Famous Dave's Barbecue. Well, yeah, there's that. Because uh, we watched Jurassic Park? Yeah, but it was weird. Why was it Why was it weird? Because it was the audio was off, so it was high-pitched. Look, just because— It wasn't quite chipmunks— but everybody was a little bit... Look, just because we were in the top floor of the Phoenix Life. Hyatt in their penthouse, and I had an illegal downloaded copy of Jurassic Park, and I didn't, their HDMI setup for their flat screen just was weird, and it messed up the audio, Scott. It, it, was, it sounded... Everybody was a little chipmunky. I don't, I don't buy it. I didn't hear it. Life finds a way. That's, that sounds like it was too high-pitched. I'm, but I'm giving everyone a good example because I found a clip. We played them side by side, and it sounded weird. You know when I said Clever that I could girl. hear. You know when I told you that I could hear the difference. I lied. I couldn't hear the difference. It sounded exactly <laughs> the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Spinner so this is a podcast about Spinner Jurassic Prince. Park. 
spared no expense. I spared no expense. Spared no expense. It's a great movie. So we were playing movie. them side by side. Yeah, we were playing them. Well, anyway, it was a great movie, and it must have <laughs> set off my inner ear because I was super sick at the Rumble. And if I can just, if I can go on a quick tangent, aside from <laughs> Jurassic Park and aside from wrestling real quick. Okay. Every time we go to an event, every time we go to an event, Scott, I see, like, an, like an amazing food item that I want to eat. Like, a guy with, like, flaming shish kebabs or, like, delicious nachos. And I saw the biggest plate of the most ace, the A-plus ace, awesome nachos I'd ever seen when we got to <laughs> the Phoenix. They were extravagant. Yeah, the, the, at the U.S. Airways in Phoenix. And I was like, I can smell these nachos. I can see these nachos. And my body is telling me I want these well, nachos. Well, you also, you said, I can touch these nachos. And then that guy, get the fuck away from my and nachos. You, yeah. and get then out, I was, Get out of here. And then I was like. I'm not going to touch that guy's nachos. And so we get to a concession stand and I look, we get up, like I wait four people in line. I get up there and I ask, Hey, where are the nachos? two people. We split in the line. Hey, there was more than, there was a bunch of other people there also. We covered the ground. We did the two per line. Like, Oh, you take that side. I'll take this. So side. there Which was two. Yeah. First. There was two people in each of those lines. Come uh-huh. on. All right. Logistics, Scott. Logistics. One of them didn't get anything. One was just there for company. Yeah, and Three I was, people. and which is exactly what we did because we get up to the front and I ask him like, "Hey, where's the nachos with all the crazy shit in it?" And she was like, "Oh, you're gonna have to go down to 18 for that." And that was like halfway around the arena to get the fancy nachos. All they had were the nachos with the orange sauce on them. <laughs> Nacho cheese, orange sauce. <laughs> it's an orange sauce. And so I, I, I told you I was like. I'm going to get those nachos. I'll be back. I'll meet you at the at the seats. You did. And I went and I got the most crazy, extravagant nachos I've ever had. Which and immediately was... turned into liquid. Yeah, no, it turned it went from nachos to goulash. <laughs> it was like if you imagine like a lukewarm like lasagna that I you did. ate with your hands. That's what these nachos were. Yeah, you were you were basically Garfield at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, so uh, so I, I finally I get to our seats, which were crazy good, amazing seats, Scott. Yeah. I uh, applaud you, sir, for getting us awesome, Do awesome it. tickets. Do it, fucker. Yeah, there it is. So we sit down, and I've got these this amazing plate of nachos that are melding to my legs, like I can't stand up. Mm-hmm. And Lillian Garcia comes out, and I I have to admit this is probably my lowest point as an American was thinking. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my God! There, she's gonna sing. Uh, I was about to say the Pledge of Allegiance. This is how bad I am. At well, this. that's how good of a singer she is. She really <laughs> she gets everybody ramps up to do the, the Pledge, Pledge of, of Allegiance. Allegiance. And I was like, I'm gonna have to stand up for the. Uh, I can't even know. I, what is that song called? The national anthem. <laughs> this is the second worst time I've ever had as an American. Is forgetting the national anthem, and I'm not <laughs> wanting to stand up because I've got super nachos all over my legs. Also, I didn't want to put them on the seat behind me because the douchebags behind us would have definitely put their fingers in it and, you know, spitting it and stuff. Well, we'll get to those douchebags in a little bit here. But I I think – So anyway, I held my nachos. We didn't have to sing the national anthem. But I gave I, you my leftover chips because the, the nacho quotient chip uh, to, to chip to chip lasagna is not is not equal. So you had just a pile of mush. But yeah, so but I gave you my leftover chips in order to like eat your a nachos. true American, Scott, like a great American hero. And then I charged you forty five dollars. Yeah, like a true American, like a true American. You turned a profit. So even though they didn't do the national anthem at the Royal Rumble, which I actually was disappointed because I was so stressed out by the fact that I thought they were going to do the national anthem or the Pledge of Allegiance, in my mind, which is the national anthem. I saw I Lily and uh, see you and go like, fuck it. And then she waved it off. Like yeah, she waved it. it. She waved me and off. She did a, like a scroll up motion. And then the flag went. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they, they, they pulled the flag up like a Venetian blind. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Royal Rumble starts like the pay-per-view. I was a little disappointed they didn't do the national anthem. 
It's one of the big four, Scott. It's one of the big four. Well, you missed Antonio Cesaro waving the flag, which is basically the national anthem in and of itself. He's a face now. No, he is not. Because he, he fought the Miz and yeah. no one likes the Miz. Yeah, no one likes the Miz, so that makes him a face. Well, this is the portion of the podcast where we get to wrestling. Yeah. Well, okay. So, Each other. <laughs> uh, we we went to the Rumble. We're going to talk about more of the Rumble. This is a Rumble-centric show, okay? You're going to get all the thoughts, everything that happened at the Royal Rumble. The drinks we got, the snacks we got. The road trip, The everything. trips to the bathroom, oh, gas man. station stops. Pee troughs, you know, everything. That was a sink. That sink, that circular sink in the middle of the room, that's a that's not a pea trough. I thought it was a sizzler. What? Well, how did I get a salad out of there? Jesus Christ. What? Why would you be so, lettuce. Any situation where you're peeing facing someone is not is I think is gonna be a little weird. Is it? Right, you're peeing right now. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, so we're gonna talk about that. We're of of course gonna have another survival debate. We're gonna give you the results of last week's survival date for the uh Debate survival date. Oh my! Those are all. Of, that's what I have. Survival yeah, survival dates. dates. Can Scott survive? Yeah. Or will you survive, one pretty lady? <laughs> I made a screwdriver into a pair of glasses. I made them for you. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have the results of the survival debate last week between Laurenitis and Hebner, and then we have two participants again this week. So we'll get to that later in the show. But right now, I think we gotta check in with Vince McMahon. We gotta say thanks for an amazing show. Uh, we, in case anybody. I'm sure there's a little bit of controversy. Seeing the Royal Rumble live was an amazing pay-per-view. I think you might have my people might have a different idea about it watching it on their old TV scenes. Their their old TV scenes. Yeah, the R is silent. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, you know he also got F5 by Brock this uh, last Monday night on Raw, so we got to check in with him there. See, just see how he's doing. Let's give him a call. All right. Uh, I always get nervous when we call. Oh, he is Vince McMahon. I mean, I know. That's why I'm nervous. Just stop. It's ringing. Ah! Ah! Hello? Uh, oh, Mr. McMahon, it's the Curtain Jerks, guys. Oh, you bastards. Um, sorry? You bastards. Ah, my hip. Ah, you bastards. Oh, is this from that F5 you took, Mr. McMahon? Yes, it is from that F5 you took. You mean you took? Oh, you took. I'm on painkillers. Oh, great. Well, Mr. Uh, Man, we just wanted to call and thank you for... No more bunnies. Get those bunnies away from me. What? There's all these bunnies around me. I'm on some painkillers. I imagine you are on a lot of painkillers, but I would not be surprised if you were actually surrounded by bunnies. Ah, you bastards. You bastards had to show up and put your sign on the show. Oh, oh, did you see it, Mr. Big Man? You had to flaunt your little signs. Yeah, we had our neon green curtain trick sign. It was right above Rock's mom. It's pretty cool. You think that was so funny for your damn little podcast? I was on national pay-per-view. It was very cool. You had other signs, too. I saw them. Yeah, there was a more tense eye. Oh, you're happy with that? I gave you more. You happy now? Yeah, we got a lot more tensai and rum. lingerie. Is that funny? No. You it... find some yuck yucks in a Japanese Jewish warrior wearing some lingerie. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, my hip. Uh, you know, ah, as, yuck yucks. as humiliating ah. as you thought it was going to be, I think it actually, he came out looking pretty good. What? You you think he looked for the better? I was trying to bury him. I know. I, I noticed that when you, when you find out that people are popular, you try to bury them to see if they survive. And if they survive, then you give them the push. Well, I... I was trying to, ah, oh, my hip, oh, I was trying to bury that Japanese Jew warrior so bad that nobody would like him ever again. I think he's great. I think it was funny. It was great watching him dance. And and you had another sign, too. You thought it was so cute with yes. your little sign. I don't know if anybody saw it, but there was a Yoshi sign with a black lightning bolt underneath it. What? 
Yoshitatsu. He's one of your uh, he's one of your wrestlers. I thought it was a worm underneath. I thought you wanted him to be with the boogeyman. No, 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 no. That was a black lightning bolt. It was a black lightning bolt. Oh, like CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. Strangely, I just wanted it to be Yoshi and then some sort of uh, dynamic symbol, like a lightning bolt. Ah, ah, God, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you sound like you're in a lot of pain for being on painkillers, Mister McMahon. Ah, well, I took an F five from that big. Jimmy John's eating bastard. Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar. Well, that that reminds me. Would you say that overall Royal Rumble and then the subsequent Raw were both a success, sort of building into the Elimination Chamber? No, of course not. It was a, it was a huge failure. Really? Yeah, of course it was. That uh, The whole segment with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar coming out and you taking an F5? Brock Lesnar F5'd me. Oh, so that was a failure in the fact that it hurt you real bad. It hurt me incredibly bad. That's it. He is now the... Funka Brockster. I'm sorry? I am burying him. You're burying Brock Lesnar. Dress him up in lingerie, make him dance, give him a midget. Uh, Also, uh, give him pyrotechnics that he shoots from his hands and paint his face. That's it. He is buried. Uh, You know, uh, to be completely honest, those last two things would be super awesome. Tyrana Lesnar Soros Funky. No, 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 no. No names. I'm working on the names. I'm going to change it up. It's maybe, not going to be his name anymore. Mr. McMahon, maybe this is the painkillers. Maybe Dale this... Earnhardt uh, third is what I'm going to call him. Mr. McMahon, there's never going to be another Dale. Uh, Brock Dale Lesnar Earnhardt. There's never going to be another Dale. There's going to be. Oh, God. He is buried. That's it. He uh, is done. Is he your favorite? I, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. Buried. Oh, come on, Mr. McVan. Buried. He hurt me. All right. Mr. McVan, I, obviously it sounds like you need some rest. Thank you very much for talking to us today. Give and, me one of those bunnies. I need its blood. Uh, I need its blood. See, I knew they were real. I need the blood of I a knew, bunny to I knew. keep me alive and youthful. Jesus. God. Shane! Shane, where are you, Shane? Why didn't you stick up for me? Wait, is Shane there? Shane, fight Brock. Is Shane there? Put him on the. Put him on. Put him on. I wonder where Shane is. I need Shane. Where's Shane? Why didn't he save me from Brock Lesnar? He's a hallucination. All right. Well, Shane. Thank you for joining us, Mr. McMahon. Shane, get thank into you my for joining. Eyeball. Thank. What? I, Scott, God, at the end, I thought we'd have a chance to talk to Shane McMahon. I, well, he's in China. No, he's in New York in their Chinese office. What? They have a chi- oh, in Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the sense. global telecommunications giant that he's working for part of, he works their New York office for the Chinese uh, cable giant. Oh. I've been, been trying to get an interview with him. Next time oh. in New York, I'm going to see if I can get lunch with Shane McMahon. You I'm going to I'm going to ask if he has an opening and see if I would if I could, if he could get lunch with me. Where would you go? Um, probably get sandwiches. Where? Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnamese sandwiches? Duck sandwich? What do you want? Duck sandwich? Uh yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think I could go to, like, an old white men's club with him and have cigars and stuff. <laughs> Why? I don't think they'd let me in. Oh, because you're not old? Yeah. You're plenty white. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went to the Royal Rumble, as you know, as we've hinted at, as we built up everything. We A, a huge thanks to wrestling memes, not underscore J underscore, and Jim Richardson for sending us screen caps of our curtain trick sign in the crowd at Royal Rumble. Yeah! We were we were uh, six rows from the ring. Uh, on If you're looking at it from the hard camera, we're to the left of the uh, of the ring a little bit. And back in the, we, like I mentioned, we have the neon green sign says curtain trick. So if you go back and watch the Royal Rumble, you can see us there. Interesting trivia. Neither of us were wearing pants. No. We weren't and kept making cat calls at Rock's mom till we found out she had cancer. Yeah. <laughs> then so, we felt bad. Then they turned into cat calls. <laughs> yeah. Meow. 
Oh, I feel bad. Hey, uh, Scott, how do you tell someone that their cat has cancer? How? Very carefully. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that Sound mean? it out. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. I messed that joke up. It's supposed to be tastefully. Very tastefully. Tastefully? I'm sorry. I mean very respectfully. I don't understand. Your cat has cancer. <laughs> oh, wh- oh, why do I own a cat? <laughs> own? <laughs> um, it's for companionship. Oh. Cat companionship. Cat companionship. Moving on. Pussy companionship. Moving on. Uh, the Royal Rumble. We. It was a six-hour drive. Just you and me and the Move old by. the old hot rod. Yeah, the old hot rod. That man, man, you've really been keeping good 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 track of that hot rod Dang, too. Yeah, yeah. So I keep good track of it. I park it. I keep in mind where I park it. So and when then you go, I go back, back to, to it, it, you know where it is. I do. That was a comfortable drive too. Smooth sailing. Yeah, I like uh, I like Arizona. You do? I like the desert. Okay. Phoenix is interesting, but I like the desert. Is it? Every Some time of the desert parts with me. You tried to uh, before the rumble on the day of. You wanted us to drive around and find some landmarks. You wanted us to find some like, I wanted cool to go Phoenix to, stuff. Yeah, I wanted to go to old Phoenix stuff and also like national parks and see if we could get high. Like on uh, what? Like a mountain range. <laughs> but on what? Like, like altitude. Oh, I see. Yeah, I wanted to, like I wanted to see a, like this giant view of a flat state, which was you know Arizona. They have a few mountain ranges. And we just sort of drove around and because uh, there's nothing to do. Uh, they have a. Cracker Barrel. Yeah, that's what I did. I took us to Wrestly, uh, Wrestly eccentric uh, restaurants. I guess as, as far as the division goes of exciting stuff that we both brought to the table, you brought us to a Cracker Barrel, and I brought us to a long extended drive. And a Waffle House. That's true. We did go to a Waffle House. You've never been to either one. I've never been to either one. Popularized by uh, Lance Storm, the Hardys. Like, that's where I learned about all, all those places to go. I'd never heard of a Cracker Barrel before this. I love Cracker Barrel. It was incredible, except for the apple juice that had an amoeba growing in it. Oh, my God. They get, I asked for an apple juice, and she brought out what looked like had been snot rocketed in, just this floating goo. You know how, like, Large, when you see— like you a know, thumbnail. You know when you're at the beach and you see jellyfish in the water, and they look like these sort of weird— No? What they, the fucking beach are you going to? Get get away from uh, that What beach. the fucking beach are you going to? Uh, it's a jellyfish like in the water. What beach do you go to where there are jellyfish everywhere? They're tiny ones. They're like the size of dimes or quarters. Those go up your pee hole. No, those are the uh, spike fish that are in the waters of Latin America and oh, Vietnam. Then those jellyfish go up your butthole. <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't take a dump underwater. Wait, that would prevent them from getting in because hey, that's your natural. <laughs> let me finish my story, all right, and see how see how far you want to get up my butthole on this one. <laughs> uh, these the, like jellyfish in the water. They look like ghosts. Like they look very sort of wispy, and they look like these sort of bits of light. And yeah, they I look like Pac-Man. I know they also look like the creatures from uh, Pac-Man from Abyss. From oh yeah, Abyss. Ed Harris. Yeah, but when you take them out of the water, you realize they're these big gelatinous Jello blobs, and the parts that you're seeing are like these weird sort of veins in the jellyfish. Up? Yeah, not I'm not picking up fucking man o' war where they're gonna burn <laughs> through my hand with their poison. I'm picking up tiny little quarter sized jellyfish. You know, the ones that fit up your butthole, Scott. <laughs> oh, those. <laughs> yeah. You got to stay away from those. So anyway, we see like this cloud at the bottom of your apple juice. And it's oh. like, and the lady, she drops it off. And she's like, there's a little bit of apple at the bottom of yours. And we're like, oh, thanks. She's like, yeah, it's probably real good. And we're like, oh, cool. And then you take your straw and you're like, that ah, doesn't look like apple. It looks like smoke. It looks like the smoke monster from Lost. Yeah. You pick it up with your, uh, with your, with your straw and you bring it out. And it's like a jellyfish when you pull it out of the water. It turns from a ghost into this big blob of brown jello. And I was like, 
that blew a snot. Yeah, and I was like, Scott, don't drink that. Yeah, it don't was don't do that. Otherwise delicious. Landstorm was right many, many years ago. Yeah, delicious breakfasts. Uh funny story a long time ago at a house show. I was front row and uh, by myself. You know, that's how it goes in your 20s. Well, you had a jellyfish up your butthole. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what kept me uh, kept me sane. And uh, I, I had been to Cracker Barrel before, and I was at the show, and it was a tag match. It was, I think it was him and Christian versus probably, uh, I don't know, the Dudleys or something. And it was quiet. And then I, I stood up, and I yelled at Lance. I go, Lance, Cracker Barrel sucks. And he turns around and adamantly says, no, it doesn't. Nice. So that was a fun one. And that is why we went to Cracker Barrel. Darn right. In honor of Lance Storm. In honor of Lance Storm. Oh, so yeah. And we enjoyed Waffle House, which was right next to a titty bar. Yeah, that's true. Uh, We did not go to the titty bar because (laughs) I was sick and I was, I was, I was a a girlfriend. And I was a tired little panda. I was a tired little panda. (laughs) Which they would have thought was adorable. Yeah. Rub me. And they wouldn't have let us take uh, videos and photos in there for our podcast. Yeah, it's like, hey, no, no, look. Back off, back off. This is for our podcast. <laughs> and our new YouTube channel, okay? YouTube.com slash uh, Curtain Jerks Podcast. All right? So check it out. Backslash titties. Oh, slash. <laughs> oh, sh- See, what now I you back- got it. Uh, now I've got the problem. You got the backslash. Uh, Waffle House, I don't want to talk about restaurants this entire podcast. No. But I do want to point out, Waffle House was like a fast food breakfast place. That's the only way I can describe it. It's great. It was inst- it's better than fast food. Yeah, it was better than fast it's like food. A, it's like a, the diners in movies that you see, but that but don't really exist. Yeah, but they were all like, it's like the way In and Out looks like every other In and Out. I imagine every Waffle House looks exactly the same. And they made lickety split breakfast. Oh yeah, that's all I'm gonna say right on that. Right off the griddle. That's all I'm gonna say. Backslash today's. <laughs> uh, so the Rumble itself, it was it was fun. We had great seats. Uh, the opening match. I had my nachos, my $7 nachos, compared to your $9 nachos. 11 11 Yeah. I guess mine were 9 It was a $2 I difference. Got, I got chili on mine. You, I went. Mine were extreme nachos. Yeah, they were very extreme. Um, so Antonio Cesaro versus The Miz, I kind of watched it. I saw The Miz tweak his leg, and I was very excited for that. Uh, I was. You weren't there at the seats yet, so I kept saying, like, we're going to see it on the replay, and he fucks up his leg. It's going to be great. Um. You you described the match to me also afterwards as watching Miz as like you had these like these like these bright moments where you sort of like it's almost like you had a breakthrough where you're like hey whoa he's actually oh wait there he goes like he somehow manages to undercut your expectations every time you're like just when you think he's gonna do something that's really impressive he telegraphs or he like the way you to describe me, he, it he, is re- he he reveals that it's fake like he there was an instance in the match where he is pinning Cesaro with a roll-up and then kicks out before Cesaro does because he knows he has to go to the next thing. Maybe so he's he nervous. stops his own pinfall. Maybe he's nervous, God. Maybe he's trying real hard. He's got he a lot of people be trying to, to pin him as hard as he can. Like, fucking kick you out for real. I dare you, bitch, or I win your title. Mm-hmm. That always scares me. I thought if I'd ever be a wrestler, someone would pin me for real when I'm the champ and take away my championship because they pinned me so hard I couldn't kick out. Uh, Daniel Pewter. Remember when he tried to break Kurt Angle's arm in a real match? Yeah. In a real match? He tried to really <laughs> break his arm in a fake match? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how like, fucked is that? Stuff like that's really exciting. Like Then there's also like the uh, William Regal and Goldberg, like the – legendary match where William Regal tried to teach Goldberg a lesson. And it's like, it's either true or it's bullshit, but those are exciting moments, you know? Yeah. As a fan. Yeah. You want to, you don't know what's really like, we always think that when Brock Lesnar is wrestling somebody, it's like, is he going to sell? Is he going to sell? Should he? Uh, yeah. Should he? 
Oh, God, he's, somebody's hitting Brock Lesnar. Is he just going to punch him? Is he just going to hurt him? Well, we have a lot of questions uh, about the show, and I might as well go into jerk tweets to uh, to address them, and we'll talk about the show from there as well. So uh, every week, go to twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. First one here, uh, legit leprechaun says, can't believe this Sm- uh, frowny face with a mole, or that's a period. I'm not quite too sure. It's probably a frowny face, and then just a little. Are you sure, it's not a little dimple mark. Is it like a little chin chin dimple? Yeah, yeah, it's a chin 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 dimple chin dimple chin dimple. Uh, How did the cosmic shift in history feel seeing it up close? Uh, pretty amazing. So he's of course talking about uh. I think he's obviously talking about uh, Big Show losing to Alberto Del Rio. Uh, (laughs) Cosmic shift. Cosmic shift. Uh, what? How did you feel? Uh, it was awesome to watch live. I was a little bit disappointed because I wanted more. I always like punk. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't had a problem with it if it ended with the weird finish with the rock being laid out. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it kept going was cool. It was very cool. Yeah. I mean, the second that it, he didn't have to do another move to him, that I'm like, oh, I started yelling, and you didn't know what I was talking about. I started yelling like a like, like a madman, like it's a fucking dusty finish. Yeah. Ah! And uh, what is a dusty finish? A dusty finish is a dusty roads finish, like back in the day when he would be booking and doing stuff uh, as champion, um, that he would get beat or the the guy. It's the same finish as that. It's like the the face is beat or loses the belt or doesn't retain. And then um, the match is then restarted because there was some controversy and then they win overall. So the fans are upset at first, but then it's a triumphant like, yeah, he did it. But and he, now Dusty when he did it a lot. So th- it's a damn Dusty finishes that it was done a lot. And you're saying that that's I think that's really best reserved for certain situations. Yeah, it, it worked great. It was great execution. But I was just pissed because it, it was punk not winning. Yeah. So that's why I was like, ah, no, no, not this. I think. uh what was what I wanted to see live was sort of that same feeling of Cena and Rock at the first Money in the Bank. Was it the first Money in the Bank? The one where Punk got yeah, it and then the, when off. he when he first took off because that was the first time you saw Punk and and John Cena work together in a way that was just weird. The stakes were high mm-hmm. and like um, it felt improvised. It didn't feel like there was stuff set up. That one. Why was would re- there be stuff set up? Because it's oh sorry, uh, it's a wrestling match. Yeah. Yeah, two guys competing to win a championship, a golden belt. Stuff set up. It's not fake. Stupid. So stupid. Uh, and stupid. Oh my god, it's so stupid. Wrestling ain't fake. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um. Yeah. Watching The Rock wrestle now, it's sort of. I want him to get back to where he was. Like he's like it, he's not disappointing. He's just more formidable, I guess, more powerful than sort of fast and crazy as he used to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the comfort level. It's like if he needs to be a little bit slower and be stronger, I think that's a better fit for right now. Mm-hmm. You can't have the expectation that he's going to be like, "Ooh, he's electrifying. He's going to be fast as lightning." It's like it's just not. It's not going to be there. It doesn't matter how hard he trains. You got to be wrestling four nights a week to do that. I think. True. God, Jesus Christ! I'm talking about this like I know anything about fucking wrestling. <laughs> By the way, I have not done crunches in a thousand years. It's obvious. Yeah, I'm sweating talking about this. I'm in terrible. I am. I have gravy in my armpits. Okay, <laughs> Scott. I had a burger. That doesn't. That doesn't keep you young. Yeah. That it doesn't. No. Oh my God! What's <laughs> Kaboom! Chris Bickley five. 
Rock versus Cena twice in a lifetime at WrestleMania has split opinions. Are you for or against it? Happy to see it again, or do you want to see something fresher? Rock versus Lesnar, Cena versus Taker. Thoughts? Uh, both of those matches that were talked about have already been seen. Rock versus Lesnar, Cena versus Taker. True. I think that there's. it's exciting to sort of go... But whenever there's a different gimmick on each guy, it's a new match. It is a new match, and... They are sort of all the upper echelon of guys who can face each other. It's such a small talent pool of the big fish that can go against each other, you know? Mm -hmm. There's so few people you can elevate to that level. But I'd love to see a Ziggler-Rock match. I think that'd be rad. I'm I'm uh, plenty fine with Rock Cena twice uh, in a lifetime, or whatever they want to call it. Uh, because I had the privilege of being able to go to Rock Austin 3 at WrestleMania, not including all the other matches they've had, but they had two more at WrestleManias. I don't think anybody was bitching then of, between Rock and Austin because they were great matches. They were and great feuds. It is certainly not the advertising that people are like, you said once in a lifetime. Yeah. Well, this is happening twice in a lifetime. Cut it out, you, you bastards. Yeah, what are we, a bunch of swindled townsfolk? Come on. Yeah. Take my daughter. If it's good, do it. Yeah. I don't mind a rematch. I'm fine with it. Do I want to see something fresh or different from time to time? Sure. Uh, Make it a ladder match. Yeah. Do, throw a gimmick on there. Uh, do I wa I wanted to see Make John Cena Man versus match. Undertaker before Cena had lost at WrestleMania. There was a time when he didn't, and I thought that would have been cool to have. Streak versus streak? Yeah. The, a, a newer streak of the guy who's going to be the Hogan of his era versus Taker and have him lose that way or something, but... I think it's still fine. Like, Rock Cena too fine. And I know people are talking about also it being a triple threat with Punk being thrown in the mix, too. That's fine, too. Like I love it. it, it I love it. In the big atmosphere of, of Mania, am I happy to see something fresh? Sure. But do I, do I want to see that again and see Lesnar then fight somebody else? Or There's tons of guys for Lesnar to fight. That's the one I, I'd prefer to not see him in Triple H again. Yeah, I wouldn't, I'd rather not see that. I'd rather see Undertaker Lesnar because uh, we just watched, was it No Mercy? Yeah, the one where under Biker Taker versus Lesnar in the Hell in a Cell, yeah. aka the bloodbath, yeah. aka no one calls it that, I'm aka I just called it that. <laughs> um, and I think that would be awesome. That would be great to see. But also, it's like you have so many big fish that it's the sort of like internet fan in me is like, spread the wealth, guys. <laughs> just bring up some talent. You know, we got a new. Oh my god! Yeah, we got a new one here. DTI Dream. Says, pretty sure that one of you were not at the Royal Rumble. You were throwing your title belt on the ground on YouTube. Hashtag fat kid. This was the video of the fat kid who was watching the end of the Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. Was this video fake? You know, we, the we start of it was fake, but then it's like he got, he was like he was in, he was, he was acting at the beginning. And then when he went into his room, he was like, seriously though, the bit's over. You know, since, since he's called fat kid on the YouTube video, I have no problem calling him fat kid. So this fat kid, uh, I thought at first Jeez, it might be You fake. said fat kid with such fucking vitriol in your <laughs> this voice. This fat kid. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I thought it might have been a fake video, but we posted it on our Facebook. Go check it out. Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Um, that he is, he's just, he rips up his Blu-ray of The Rock, which if it were fake, the, a kid like that that has so much wrestling shit everywhere in his room, all the Blu-rays, all the figures, everything that's not stacked well or anything, but it's still there. There's no way he's gonna. Rip you think that it's up. A, like it's too valuable to 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 break it for a bit? Yeah, and I think he he has all these other videos too. So I think he was planning on 
filming it and just bragging about punk. how CM Punk wins. Yeah, and instead he threw a little fit because it has to be a sister. There's no way that guy has. There's no way that fat kid <laughs> has a girlfriend. You know what? I think it's a girlfriend. No I way. I think it was a girlfriend. God, that depresses me really? so much. That's why you say fat kid with such rage that in your voice. Fat kid. Hey, look on YouTube. I th- this is a quick aside, but. There's He's a, got gravy under his armpits. Uh, that fat kid. Just listen to me, all right? Uh, there's for the law, for in terms of civil rights, it would go women, people of color, uh, gays, and then after the gays and marriage is legalized, it's probably going to be transgendered people. But there is never going to be a time in the United States where fat people are going to be accepted. Like just based on how you're talking right now, that's something I thought about. Is that even though the obesity rate in the United States is so high. They're always going to be a punchline, and it's always going to be the acceptable kind of abuse. I'm not I'm not getting on a soapbox. I'm saying there's plenty of great fat jokes out there, but just hearing you talk about it, I just wanted to point that out. Also, that Blu-ray looked really fucking expensive. Yeah. And the way it shattered in his big fat hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That fat kid. Hilar- uh, here's another one. Hilariously Dead says, any comments from Goldust on his return at the Royal Rumble? Also, how tight is his pleather bodysuit feeling? Pleather? Uh, plastic leather. I thought it was patented leather. Oh, patented like, uh, leather. no one else could wear it? It's patented? No, it's leather that's super shiny because it's had a special treat. Yeah, zipline! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah! That's Goldust. I, I called him earlier today to have him come on the show. Mm, Goldust. Oh, you got confetti everywhere. Yeah, Goldust. You know how hard it is to get this stuff off the ground? No, I know, guys. You know how hard it is to get a zipline into your penthouse? <sighs> Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Goldust. He he built a zip line in our. Ah, don't interrupt me, Scott. I'm sorry. I yeah, Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, you have jelly candies. Yeah, have some. I don't want to. I have you it. Them I've already wrapped. Suit. I've already unwrapped them. For I you. see that. Ooh, I'm a little lightheaded. Maybe it's all this gold. Well, you zip lined in, also. Yeah. You hung from your legs. I did. Uh, Goldust, uh, <sighs> you made a surprise return at the Royal Rumble. Big surprise. You should have heard people in the uh, crowd going wild and crazy. I did, Kids. We... <laughs> what? Kids in the audience going wild and crazy. Oh, okay. Ooh, you can't do that on television. That was a Nickelodeon oh, yeah. show. Legends of the Hidden Temple Chin Dimple. <laughs> what? Oh, well, we had we were there live, and we we're excited to see you. And you had a you faced off against Cody Rhodes, a, the WrestleMania match you always wanted to have. That everybody always wanted to have, Scott Narver. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, everybody. people were going crazy for that WrestleMania match that didn't happen. This was just a taste test. This was just a gold brick and bar in your big threat throat, getting a little taste of gold dust and Cody Rhodes, seeing if you can try it on for size, see if you can take it deep in your big old dome. I gold dust. Well, jelly we, candy. <laughs> well, I, we took it. Oh, all right, your digits are in my throat. Okay, I gotta ask you stuff. Uh, do you need me to massage your throat so you can breathe more? No, massage Steve's throat. <laughs> oh, that feels kind of nice. It's uh, the jelly candies have sort of. <laughs> Let me ask you this: uh, Goldust, hilariously dead, wants to know uh, how tight is your. Uh, Pleather bodysuit feeling. How tight is your jellyfish? Uh, 
I listened to the show. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Could you rate and review the show on iTunes, please? Did you say rate? Yes. <laughs> then yes, I can. Uh, you know, that helps us out. Um, uh, you know, how did it how, feel? How tight is it? How tight is my pleather bodysuit? How does it feel? Yeah. How, how, does it, how does it feel wearing that tight bodysuit and getting to be at the Royal Rumble and having a crazy response? Yeah. It feels great. Do you, it feels tight. It feels like my body is there and I can feel the waves of adoration and adulation coming from the crowd. Gold dust, Hollywood, California. Do you ever take that pleather suit off? This? Yeah. Only to dry off. <laughs> but then what? Then I get it back into it to cop into my gold hot tub. Oh, I see. Well, uh, aren't you surprised? Aren't you surprised, Scott Narver and Steve Sears, at how much people are excited to see me at the Royal Rumble? People were going crazy. Well, they should. They're ex- they're excited. They're you know what? That brings up an interesting point. There were some sex characters that returned. You are a you know you're known as a, a sexual a, sexual golden man. Yeah, and the Godfather? I'm like a big old maple candy that melts in your mouth or in your eyes, depending on how you eat maple candy. Well, and the Godfather was there too. So two sexual characters returning. How did you feel about that? I am a sexual character. He's a businessman. I don't see the connection. Yeah, he has hose. What hose? Like he's a pimp and he has hose. I've only seen his name on paper. I always thought he was coming to the ring with gardening equipment. I'm just kidding. That's stupid. Of course they're women. Gold dust. <laughs> well, we have other jerk tweets we got to get to. Uh, uh, you, you want wanna... me to stick around? Well, all right. Or do you want me around. to leave with my zipline? Yeah, zipline. Yeah. They don't go back Whoa. up. <laughs> they don't go back up. Uh, well, here, I'll just get to the next one. Uh, this is what Sam Alba says. This is my jerk tweet for you guys uh, next episode. Damn Twitter for being 140 characters or less. Uh, because so many are whining about the outcome, this is one of the ways I would have booked the Rumble or pay-per-view as a whole. So here, Goldust, uh, this is one of our fans booking another scenario, okay? So <sighs> so here you go. Here's what, what do you think of this, Goldust? Cena, since losing to Rock has been stressed the fact that this year has been a dark cloud that he's been unable to move away from. <laughs> Determined to win the Rumble... He makes it to the final two and gets eliminated by Ziggler, Seamus, Orton, anybody but Ryback, uh, maybe Godfather, just for giggles. (laughs) You seem to be taking some notes down there. Yeah. Okay, so this would encourage Cena to give up on any hope he had. Forget about Make-A-Wish or Be A Star. It's now main event time. CM Punk versus Rock. Same scenario WWE went with last night, but instead of everyone thinking that it's just the shield that interfered in the match, when the lights go out, you actually see John over Rock's unconscious body in the ring. When the lights come back on, and the new storyline for Rock and Cena to work with while Punk moves towards facing Taker. Hope you guys enjoyed the show live, and can't wait to hear you guys next weekend. Was that one tweet? <laughs> it was a couple. That was a couple tweets, huh? Uh-huh. Gosh. What would you think of that? God, I don't know. It your, seems like... Your father was a famous booker. He was. He was an incredible booker. Have you ever heard of the dusty finish? I have. Have you ever I heard think... of the golden dusty finish? Oh, uh, well, I... I've You'll heard... get to see it and experience it later. Well, the... Inglorious du- Technicolor. <laughs> well, the, the original dusty finish, I think, made you. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> You've gold bricked me, Scott. Very few times has anyone taken the words out of my mouth or shoved them back into my throat to prevent them from leaving my mouth. 
but very, very good, Scott. I don't like that when I said it, you started taking off your gold pleather suit. It never comes off unless I've been bested in verbal comment. I wish I hadn't done this. Please put it back on. Oral comment. No. Oral combat. Look, we have an elevator. Moral comment. Would you like to go in the elevator? Maybe. Let me answer the question before I do. Okay, answer the question. No one's ever going to turn John Cena. T-shirt sales alone make it impossible. <laughs> Grow up. Gold dust. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he slipped and slided out of the room. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Steve. He was just flat out choking you for a while. <laughs> oh, my God. My Are my eyes the right way? I feel them roll back into my head. No, your left is on your right and your right is on your left. Well, I guess I'll just have to look right and then left <laughs> and then I'm wall-eyed. Uh, not underscore J underscore. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, was that, that was an incredible amount of booking. I, I heard something in my dream state. The Twitter, <laughs> the, t- the, the double tweets, the triple tweets. Yeah. But people aren't happy with the outcome. People are upset that it's, it's standard and by the numbers. That really? It's, that it's a rock Cena two. Can we take this Punk moment? The belt. Can we take this moment to advocate going to live shows? Advocate going to live shows, Steve. Yeah. Uh. Start it off. I think that. It's funny to hear all this controversy. Like, I knew there'd be controversy. I knew people would be angry. I knew there would be larger kids getting angry on YouTube. Fat kids? Larger kids getting angry on YouTube. Fat. And I think that it's it's funny because we saw the show live, and it was awesome. Like, the there was no disappointing moments besides maybe the Miz. Well, you root for your guy, and they lose. Like, I'm, I'm rooting for the punk, he loses. I'm rooting for Big Show, loses. When Chris Jericho came out number two in the Rumble, I exploded. I almost dropped my nachos. I shit your pants. Yeah, you shit my pants, mm-hmm. and I was really uncomfortable <laughs> by that. Hey. I was, I had. There's I, your deluxe uh, nachos there for you, pal. Not Now, that by any means isn't really the most exciting moment, but that was the most excited I have ever been in a pay-per-view. It was a surprise, to I, say the least. I lost my shit, and Scott replaced it for me. That's <laughs> the only way I can describe it. Like, And that's not a huge thing. Like, If I'd seen that at home, I would have been really excited. But the fact that I was there live was incredible. And like those high points and getting to see Goldust kick ass and getting to see him and Cody Rhodes go up in the Rumble mm-hmm. and getting to see like um, the Godfather come out, even if he gets eliminated immediately, uh, Kofi with the chair, all that stuff was so exciting live that – because you, you hope for the fuck up too, like you hope that Kofi's getting on the chair, like oh no, come on, just that wheel goes, boom, yeah, know, and he goes, and gah, gah. Yeah, yeah, falls over, like yeah. oh, so floor is lava, floor yeah. is lava, floor is lava, yeah. And I think getting to see Santino, those moments, Santino, another one where you, you know, I don't know how much of that is truly captured on camera. That he comes out, he's explosive, throws everybody then, over the rope, and everybody gets back in. Yeah, and you see everybody coming in on him, but he's so happy, and the crowd's just going, and you're cheering too. Yeah, like, you are surrounded by people screaming their hearts out. Yeah, and that getting to see this live completely undercuts uh, a finish that you don't care about or that you disagree with. Getting to be there makes such a huge difference. Now. Granted, we had great seats when we were at the Royal Rumble, but this is like just this. This counts for any show, any like wrestling show you go to. Mm-hmm. You're making a difference by being there, and it's making a difference for you because it's a live event. It's meant to be seen live. It's meant to be seen and have it smell weird and have it be warm and you be as sweaty as the wrestlers and creepy guys saying stuff around you. Uh, or guys checking in with you, like fans sort of saying like you this had is some. So- you had a fan next to you that. Uh- Asked if there if it was Edge in the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, uh, Heath Slater came out. Friend of the podcast, Heath Slater. Heath Slater came out, and the guy next, this kid next to me, started cheering. And then he was like, "That's Edge, right?" And I was like, "No, Edge had neck surgery. He retired." 
And they were like, and that oh. kid pulled out a gun and shot himself. Yeah, he. It was an. It was. No! A, <laughs> <laughs> but then he was revived. It was a dusty finish. Uh, I think there's. Oh, I'm okay, I, I I preface it I think by saying there's creepy guys around you checking in. There's one time. There's there's a difference between being in a movie and someone laughs at a funny joke and keeps looking to you who's next to you to sort of be like this is funny, right? In a movie? Have you ever had that? God no! Some I've been in comedy shows. I've been in, in comedy movie. shows. Yeah, but in a in a dark movie theater, we're like, "Hey, was that funny to you?" Well, no. There's there's it's the it's the laugh check in. I'm and enjoying like, Caddyshack too. How about yourself? Yeah, and it's I think it, it I think it's a part maybe a part Dan of Dan Aykroyd's a suitable replacement for Bill Murray, don't you say? I don't believe so. <laughs> I don't believe that's correct. In fact, that laser putter he used almost killed that man. <laughs> it almost killed him. Eye on the fruit. <laughs> But I think the idea is people will check in because you're around other people. And it's sort of an insecure thing where someone's laughing during a show and they're like, ha ha, huh? Right? Yeah. This is okay? And then also, at, but at a wrestling show, you have people just talking out loud, hoping that someone will, it's like, it's almost like live commenting on a YouTube page, hoping someone will be like, huh, that is funny. Or then you also run the risk of, that doesn't make any sense. Sit down. <laughs> but this, That is not edge, sir. But this kid next to me, this younger kid, he kept sort of like he wanted somebody to talk to. And he was like, that's awesome, right? He, like, he would actually say that. And I was like, very cool. And, My like, parents hate me. No, his, I think he was with an older brother who was in the Marines. It was like it was cool. It was like getting to go mm-hmm. with your older brother to a wrestling thing. But because they were so out of it, they wanted to check in with people that knew what was going on. Of course, they found us. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, of course. But I think those moments are, I feel like they happen. That always happens to me at every live event. Whoever I'm sitting next to asks me questions about wrestling. And it's funny because I'm... Because they think you're John Stamos. They think I'm John Stamos. And uh, the, the most least informed celebrity. Um, Uncle Jesse, let me ask you, is that Vader? <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yes, Steve's point is exactly right. We've been doing it more. We've had the privilege of being able to go more, but... Uh, we can't encourage enough to go to a live show. Indie so shows, easy. any show, house yeah. shows. We hope to go to more indie shows and stuff too in the in the near future here. But it's it's really, it is such a difference that you you drop the the ideas of the bullshit booking something or how they could do it differently. But when you're there, because it's total melodrama, you get to boo and cheer, and it affects the show. You can't do that from your TV at home. I think also which is kind of the feeling of it that you're like. Here's how it could be better. I'm upset, but instead you get to go and yell your something. Belief, your you belief. get to see a fat wrestler and call him a big old fat kid. Yeah. <laughs> your belief is suspended. Like your your suspension of disbelief is suspended so that you can believe it. And what you take is the booking is gospel. And then if you – and if for the very reason that you're there live and you're still disappointed, well, then there's no helping you. <laughs> there's no helping you. Yeah, there's no kid. helping. Uh, next time you go to Disneyland or the carnival and you go on a ride and it sucks because it ends – well, then go, go eat, go go eat some funnel cake candy. Yeah. Yeah. and kill yourself. <laughs> Not underscore J underscore. Uh, again, thanks for sending the screen cap. He says, do you think the WrestleMania main event will be a triple threat match between CM Punk, John Cena, and The Rock? Hey, I'm all for that, too. That'd I hope be, so. That'd be great. The promos for that leading up would be awesome. Oh, speaking of which, when Ziggler says that he's going to win the Royal Rumble and then challenge for the heavyweight title as champion... And then he was going to unify the titles. Chills. Chills, Scott. I had chills. It was incredible. <laughs> incredible. I had chills. Incredible chills. It was great. Chillcredibles. Uh, in chills. Jacko1502-1976 says, With all the wrestlers that have died, if they were to have a Royal Rumble in heaven, who would win? Solemn. 
Very stone. Salam alaikum. So, salam alaikum. I'm going with Mr. Perfect. Yeah? Yeah. You think it was perfect on earth? He's perfect in heaven. Uh, he's my fave. Would the who the final three be? I think it would be Owen Hart, uh, Chris Big Can- Boss Man, Big Boss Man, Chris Candido. <laughs> really, Candido? I'm just thinking of people that I know that have died, <laughs> which is really a poor game to play. Who are we rooting for? Chris Candido. <laughs> All right, Candido. So there you go, Candido and Perfect. Uh, so wait a minute, who's going to Heaven Mania? <laughs> uh, uh, Canyon. Who better? Who better? Who but? Never mind. He's no, Jaws is alive. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, so, that took a turn. This really, this made all my gravy feel really sad. <laughs> Your sad gravy. Well, okay. Some, some of my favorite highlights of of the Royal Rumble, I I marked out like hell with Jericho coming out. Never cheered for the man so much in my life. Total surprise. That was so much fun. Santino clearing the ring. Tensai. I did not think Tensai was going to be in the Rumble. Awesome. I lost my shit with that too. And. uh People around me knew how much I was cheering for Tensai, so I was getting nudges and shoved like, "Hey, huh? There's your guy. Yeah, you got Tensai. All it's right, like, buddy. Hey, if you're not gonna cheer and get and pick some unusual pick to cheer for, then what the hell's the point of the Rumble? I think that also plays into also what was what I liked about this Royal Rumble was people who did double duty that night. Like they would do a tag match or they did a singles mm-hmm. match, and then they were in fact in the Royal Rumble. So the guys would come out and they'd be sort of battered. But then they go and they do, you know, a good chunk of the Rumble. I think that's always exciting because it's like not only do they have a kick-ass match earlier, but they're, I believe that they might have a chance because it's the Rumble. That's what you want to believe. Any more highlights from the Rumble or the trip itself, Steve? Um, Geez, did we already say Waffle House? Waffle House oh, was delicious. You know what? We're going to move on to the next segment, and then I'm going to, like, go, bah, bah, <laughs> and then remember something. So I'm going to say no, but I'm probably lying. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it was all, it was all there. You can see us on camera. It was so much fun. Um, and if Steve thinks of something else, well, oh, uh, the guy, the internet guys behind us. Yeah. The internet guys. So every wrestling event I managed to go to with Scott, we always sit in front of these guys who are literally the internet. Like if the internet became people, they always sit behind us and uh-huh. it's maybe it's every wrestling fan or maybe it's the always that we get good seats and they get good seats, but they would sit behind us and just say, Whatever the internet thought. Like, that's the only way to describe it. Like, one guy was like, I like Damien Sandow, but he's got, like, three finishers, and none of them are good. And it's like, Sin Cara is really great, but I'm excited to see how he's going to fuck up this match. <laughs> like, every time, it's just weird negativity and, like, ugh. You paid to come in. Like, why are you going to hate it to start? Why yeah. bother? And it's just, it seems to be present. And so, that's weird to me. That's people who go to live shows, but they still are not having a good time. I was, ha- you know, another thing I was happy about? There was only one kid around us, so I could swear. Yeah, and you swore, swore a up a more. storm. I did. And that kid was deaf. You were lucky. <laughs> well, he's a fat kid. Nah, jeez. Well, it's time for the survival debate. First, the results from last w- from last week. We have uh, previously, it was Randy Orton's feces versus Rey Mysterio. The winner of that, Randy Orton's feces. This last week, we had singing John Laurinaitis versus sexy Earl Hebner. The votes are in. You voted on Twitter, Facebook, and curtainjerks at gmail.com. The winner, John Laurinaitis. What? Yeah. Against Earl Hebner? Uh-huh. Wow, I did not see that coming. Uh, well, that's what happened. The Jeez. vote, the votes, uh, the, it was pretty heavily stacked one way. Really? It's, it's been that way for two times now. All right. Yeah. Man, this is shaping up to be quite a race. Well, yeah, and we've got we – got, uh, well, we this is an interesting thing that that had happened. We we saw this we saw this story that broke a, a, a day or two ago 
about Thomas Dodderer. This is in Syracuse, New York. Syracuse, New York. A man that owned a liquor store uh, who got shot in the eye. And, um, well, his whole story is uh, on the news that he was... uh, The thing that upset him more than being shot in the eye was that The Rock beat Punk. Yeah. And our uh, fans on Twitter started tweeting us and saying, like, he should be... Uh, candidate for curtain now this so this entire video segment is on like the fox 11 syracuse news and and it goes through this whole thing we we tweeted it uh, and we'll we'll post it on our facebook so you you can see the man but uh the man's got his eye shot out and uh so you know we want to oblige our fans if that's the correct word to use there well let's take a look at the bracket thomas dodderer is going to be running for curtain jerks general manager yeah we're gonna we're gonna let him run let's see if we can who will fit him up oh geez it looks like Thomas Dodderer is going to be campaigning today and debating against Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, all right. Well, I know Jake's been uh, doing a lot of DDP yoga and stuff. He's been looking really good. Yeah, he's been looking real good. Um, well, let's invite them in. Let's see, let's right. see what the case is. Uh, okay, here's uh, Dodderer. Hey, how are you guys? Uh, very pleasure Can to meet you. Can you believe this? Did you see this stuff about The Rock? Yeah, it's... The Rock beat punk. It's outrageous. It's, it's outrageous. outrageous. Uh, d- Mr. Dodder, just a moment. And uh, coming in next is uh, not Jake the Snake Roberts. No, it looks like it's A.W. That's A.W. A- that's a- w. It's a, the very controversial man, Abraham Washington, who's here, and I don't see Jake the Snake Roberts anywhere. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. How are you, Curtin Jerks? How I'm, are you? I'm good. Uh, A.W., uh, we're supposed to have uh, Jake the Snake Roberts in here. He'd... Yeah, I understand that. Gentlemen, uh, allow me to speak on behalf of Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, he's being exploited. What? He is being exploited by DDP Yoga, all right? That is a man who's had a troubled life, and he is on the mend, and he does not need any more publicity or any more publicity stunts. So A.W., Abraham Washington, is going to be taking his place in the Curtain Jerks Race to General Management. <laughs> what? Wait, you lost me. There. The Race yeah. to Curtain Jerks a General Management. Oh, well, all right. Uh, Mr. Dodder, a, a pleasure to meet you. Hey, how are you there? Do you, have you heard this stuff? The, the rock... Beat CM Punk. Oh, I heard. It is outrageous. It, it is ro- outrageous and courageous and outrageous for how courageous Vince McMahon is to make it work. It ruined my week. <laughs> it did. Certainly, sir. May I point out that you have a tampon on your face. I got a sh- maxi pad over your eye. I got shot in the eye. My God. That ain't the worst of it, though. What's the worst of it? Some Samoan black guy beat CM Punk. Excuse me? Some Samoan black fella who's in some movie called Snitch, who's a no-good son-of-a-bitch snitch, beat CM Punk. Yeah, I know. It was at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And you know what else? I'm not even looking forward to that movie. Yeah, ruined my week. I bet it did. Well, guys, uh, this is the time. We're going to give you five minutes, and you're going to each talk about what you're going to bring to the position, and our fans are, of course, going to vote on Facebook, Twitter, and curtainjerks at gmail.com. As a reminder, Scott, it's going to be an open forum, which will allow both candidates to talk to each other. Yeah, and and please say what you're going to give to our fans and for the podcast. So uh, uh, begin. All right, uh, Mr. Dodder, if you're, would you like to go first? I'm. Thank you very much for joining us. We understand that you are getting better, and you're on the mend. So uh, the floor is open to you well uh it's pretty simple what i can do i'll take a fucking bullet for you guys i took a fucking bullet in my <laughs> eye already jesus christ you know you guys seem to think that uh you all seem to know where this case is solved that is some some punks uh, that there were some 16 year old kids or something that did it. i tell you it wasn't that at all it was that fucking rikishi guy he came in there and he said he did it for the rock and then he shot me right in my eye now hold on just a moment hold on just a moment are you saying that Rikishi Fatu 
came in as a heel and shot you in the eye? He came in there saying, I'm a bad man, I'm a bad man, and then pulled out the gun and said, I did it for The Rock, and then shot me right in my fucking eye, and he said, you know what else? The Rock's gonna beat CM Punk, and it's gonna ruin your fucking week. And it sure fucking did, I tell you what. All right, fair enough, I can understand that. Rikishi is very believable, very believable as a heel, very believable. That's not, I have no issue with that or rudder. I'm just saying that whatever you guys need, I'll fucking take bullets for you. If you guys want to say some messed up stuff on the show and somebody's going to come around like an abortion clinic or something and, you know, throw up some uh, political debates or something, I'll fucking take a bullet right in the fucking eye for you guys. So if I understand this correctly, Mr. Dodder, you are saying that... Well, you want to fucking shoot me? I'll fucking take a bullet right now. Come no, on. No, no, I don't like... skinny prick. No, no. Okay, just take it easy. Mr. Dodder, I just want to make, uh, make sure that I understand correctly... As a general manager, you would sort of be a centurion, if you will, or a sentinel for us. Oh, you to... mean one of them horse people? No, it says centaur. No, I ain't going to be no fucking yeah, horse guy. No, here, look in my eye hole. Don't! Look right here. Oh, God! Look right there. Oh, my God! You see? That's the commitment. Lord and good in heaven! That is a terrible-looking eye hole! See? See? That's what Jesus. I'm going to fucking give you guys. Good God! There All you go. right. Okay, please cover that. Please cover that. I just want to make sure that I understood that when things get controversial on the show... You'll be there t as a defense for us. Is yeah, that I'll, yeah, I'll break it up, and if you guys want a little bit of the bush, I own a liquor store. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, that sounds like a wonderful platform at AW. AW, what do you, what do you have to uh, present? I'm sorry. I just, that eye hole was incredibly distracting. Let me just uh, refine my, my notes. Uh, oh, yeah, all right. Look, gentlemen, I know that I'm a controversial figure. All right, especially in the world of sports entertainment, and especially on your radio podcast. But I think the best thing that I can offer for a podcast such as this is some hard-hitting policy. All right? Mm -hmm. Hear me out. Okay. The war in Afghanistan and Iraq may be winding down, but maybe it's time to take it to the next level and go into Israel. And then, if they have any sort of war protests, we'll use biochemical weapons on those war protests here in the United States. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I just want to make that clear. We're going to hurt American citizens <laughs> if they don't believe in American policy. Wait, how does that help out the podcast? Look, all right, I understand. A lot of people may be an unpopular opinion, right? Uh -huh. Killing people that protest the war. Yeah. But that's why we're going to have free passes to Comic-Con. We're going to give people free <laughs> passes to Comic-Con. Wait, how's that? where are we going to get the budget for something like that? Budget? Budget? You Budget? Just, are you just gonna beat That's up a rent-a-car. That is a rent-a-car. <laughs> that is a rent-a-car. <laughs> are you just going to beat up nerds and take their passes? No, no, no. Look, you just want to make sure that people have free passes to Comic-Con so we can also kill people at protests when they're uh, having their, their God-given right to assemble, all right? Okay. Look, I know this sounds muddled. I know it feels really muddled, all right? <laughs> Let me just move on to my next policy, okay? Okay, okay. We should encourage women to be more body conscious. <laughs> Okay, what does that mean? It means women have enough on their plate, but I feel like they should be more conscious of how they are and how they behave so they can get themselves a man. <laughs> I just don't feel like there's enough of that in society. I feel like as Curtin Jerk's general manager, we'll make women more body conscious. You'll make, okay, I, I, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of fans that Scott, need... Scott, let me finish. Okay, okay. Adopt more shelter animals. <laughs> What? They live in shelters. These are animals that have shelters, but they need human hands to hold them and caress them at sleep at night. Uh, right? Okay. I don't see necessarily... Kill children! 
Kill children with rusty knives. <laughs> All right, just listen, hear me out. Kill a child. Find a child and kill it with a rusty rake. <laughs> kill a child with a rusty rake, and then, and then, use your turn signal. Use your turn signal when you're going to turn on the street, when you're driving around. Just to be safe. Just, just to be safe. Just to be safe. All right, well, those are interesting things to bring to the to the podcast and for our fans. Uh, those are those are strong life uh, choices, to say the very least. Uh, Mr. Washington, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, get out. Hey, uh, one more thing, guys. Yes, Mr. Dottera, please. Yeah, my son. He told me what the CM Punk what he tweeted there. He said, uh, "Tom Dotterer is amazing. He's got my respect. If he needs anything from me, let me know." CM Punk, I need a right fucking eye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hashtag right fucking now. <laughs> Mr. Daughter, thank you very much for joining thank us. Thank you, gentlemen, both yeah. so much. We'll let you know uh, who, who will be the yeah, winner. And we'll see who votes for either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you go, uh, jerks. Uh, so be sure to send uh, your votes for either for Thomas Daughter or for AW on Facebook, Twitter, or curtainjerks at gmail.com. Now, I did kick Abraham Washington out of the debate, but I believe he's still eligible for voting. Is that correct, Scott? Yeah, he is. They're both they are both eligible to be— What uh, a fucking monster. <laughs> he is a monster, but hey, sometimes the fans, they love monsters, you know? Yeah, they do. You love a cane or you love a Tensai. Oh, man, Tensai and Brodus Clay. What a great tag team, huh? Right. Well, there you go. That's the rumble. That's the wrap-up. That's everything there. So I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope we get to go to another show sometime live here soon. And we encourage you to go to as many live shows as you can. And we know and it's expensive. Us. Yeah. Send us some photos. Let tell us, us your know. experiences. Yeah, and it's it'll you, it'll make a difference. It's that the, going to a live show is the recharge. If you ever feel like there's this sort of dip in what your interest level is or you feel like you're getting really jaded, go to a live show. Get yeah. out there. See it. And it'll make a difference. I guarantee it'll make a difference. I can't guarantee that. But I guarantee it'll make a difference. It'll make a difference for the show. Yeah. Guaranteed. Another body being there, it's always a better, better show. As it is with you listeners. The more listeners there are, the more followers on Twitter, the more likes on Facebook, it makes a big difference, and we enjoy doing it for you Thank guys. you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Steve. Oh, thank you, Scott. So uh, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Have a kick-ass week. Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and you interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And, of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedypodcastnetwork.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes Ooh. a big difference that's to us. huge yes yeah, huge fantastic. makes us a global phenomenon Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.